Tonight's guest on Dance Masters had one of the biggest hits of the mid-90s. Revered as a club classic even today, Keep On Jumping reached the top 10 in the UK charts as well as number one in the club charts and received worldwide success. The follow-up single, Do That To Me, and further productions under the Trickster guys saw them perform till nearly the turn of the millennium. Back to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Keep On Jumping, we welcome Neil Hine from Lisa Marie Experience. Hey, Neil, good to have you on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Cheers, James. Uh, Lisa Marie Experience, great project. Been a little bit quiet of late. What have you been up to and where you been? Oh, God. well, yeah, what haven't I been up to? Uh, right, so since uh, Lisa Marie Experience finished, I took a break for a few years. Then I started doing some more production under Man in the Cupboard. I don't know if you've heard of any Man in the Cupboard stuff. No, uh, no, no, it's new to me. Yeah, uh, I did a few sort of kind of high-profile remixes, remixed uh, Steve Angelo and uh, Kurt Maverick, The Rub. Do you remember that track? I, I do day? indeed. Yeah, yep. I did a remix for that. So I had a couple of reasonably high-profile remixes, and they did okay. Then another break. Oh, I went travelling and took uh, 18 months out travelling the world. And then ended up in Japan, which is where I live now. I've been doing some music here, sort of under the name Neela, which is more of like an underground thing. Had a few tracks out, no, nothing that sort of uh, you'll have probably heard of. I'm not sure. It was more underground stuff. Yeah. And then recently decided to sort of get the band back together as such. Excellent stuff. I'm going to come back to that in a moment. Uh, mm. A couple of the questions I wanted to ask about Lisa Marie Experience. Uh, one of which was Keep On Jumping being such a massive hit. Coronel remixed and re-released it in 2007. Were you involved with that? And I suppose, more importantly, did you get paid? <laughs> ah, right. Well, that's an interesting story, actually. Uh, so when uh, Coronel did that, we were actually working on a new version of uh, Keep On Jumping, and they were just a little bit ahead of us time-wise. So we ended up kind of teaming up on that. We kind of hijacked their release in a way. Um, so we managed to get on that release. So it, it became a Coronel versus Lisa Marie experience uh, release. It kind of all worked out in the end, but yeah, it was a bit stressful at the time. And following up from the success of Keep On Jumping, because it was absolutely huge, um, yeah. were you nervous about releasing the second single, Do It To Me? Well, funnily enough, Do That To Me was actually the first release. Um, so that was the white label that kind of got us noticed, uh, Do That To Me. And then we did Keep On Jumping that then obviously got the big release. So we'd already made Do That To Me and Do That To Me then became the follow-up, but initially it was the other way around. So I guess we wasn't so nervous about it because uh, that track had already been tried and tested in the clubs. Unfortunately, it didn't make such a good uh, seven-inch single as it did a club track. So it wasn't quite as successful as Keep On Jumping was in the charts. But I think club-wise, uh, it was still pretty big. Uh, not so nervous about that, but I think after Do That To Me, yeah, it's like, ooh, what shall we do next? Well, you also did a host of remixes. Is the one that you're most proud of? The Inner City remix we did, Do That To Me. Uh, I mean, Inner City are massive. They're kind of... 
just one of the big names of sort of house music and kind of almost and early sort of techno music looked up to Kevin Saunderson and all the stuff that he does and yeah to be able to do uh, a remix for Inner City that was pretty good I was uh, yeah pretty chuffed with that and during the heyday you were being sent tracks to remix left right and centre off the back of uh, Keep On Jumping is the one that you turned down that you wish you hadn't? Nothing springs to mind to be honest um Ah, I do remember, yes. <laughs> uh, theme from S-Express. Really? Yeah, we got asked to do that by Mark Moore. And uh, it wasn't like, a no, we don't want to do it. I think certain things couldn't be agreed, so it yeah. never actually happened. And yeah, um, yeah, that one actually. Yeah, because I really liked to the theme from S Express when it was first out. To be honest, yeah. I feel gutted for you just just hearing that. That would <laughs> yeah. be one I would want to get involved with. And and just yeah. flipping that question on the head, is the one that you got involved with that you wish you hadn't? Without wanting to offend anybody that likes the track that I'm going to mention, it wasn't so much that I think now just when I listen back to it, I, I think, oh, that's not as greatest work. There was one called Kyra, Easy to Love. And the remix on that, when I listen to that one now, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not so happy with that one now. So, yeah. Well, that's fair enough. You kind of wish mm. you'd stepped your game up on, on that one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not, for me personally, it's not stood the test of time. But um, yeah. So looking back, this year is 25 years since Keep On Jumping was released. What have you got planned? We have decided to do like a 25-year anniversary of Keep On Jumping. So, yeah, Lisa Marie Experience is kind of getting back together. Lisa Marie experience is, is going to be making music again and we have done like a new version of keep on jumping there's also a new version of do that to me that's the initial plan excellent i look forward to hearing that and especially do that to me that was one of my all-time favorite club tracks mm. and as you said although it didn't necessarily cross over into the mainstream chart from a clubber's point of view it was massive so i'm really really quite excited to hear the new remix of that is there a track that everybody loves that you can't stand yes <laughs> Yeah. Um, again, I don't want to offend people, but here we go. Um, no offence, we've all got yeah, them. Mine's Ultranate yeah. Free. Everybody loves Ultranate uh, Free. Uh, I just yeah. can't stand it. Dave Morales needing you. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, I just don't like it. Everybody's different, enough. aren't they? <laughs> Who is your favourite DJ of all time? It's a local DJ. So I'm, I'm originally from Sheffield in England. And he's called Dan Wooten. Uh, unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. But I used to DJ with him sometimes. And uh, I've heard him many times. Every time I've heard him, he nails it. And I know he's not a big name, but music-wise, he, he was on it. And, uh, yeah, he knew how to move a crowd. I love it when people cite local DJs or residents or, you know, jocks that you don't usually hear, and it gives mm. them a bit of props. So big up to that. So you just mentioned that you're currently in Japan with the world opening back up again and you looking at reforming Lisa Marie experience. Are there any gigs that you've got coming up or anything that you're looking forward to? The gigs that we had lined up are now sort of tentative. So we've got about four or five lined up sort of over the next three or four months but yeah none of them are in concrete until this uh this lockdown thing is way behind us so yeah it's a bit unfortunate but uh yeah once it's uh out of the way hopefully those gigs can be confirmed and uh we'll hopefully can keep getting some more i'm james blonde you're listening to dance masters tonight we're here with neil hind from lisa marie experience neil do you have an all-time favourite tune? Yeah, I guess the main one. It, it always it's a track called Fallout, Morning After. Yeah, 
Great record. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, that's the one. Um, yeah, I remember hearing it on a, a New Year's Eve. It was the last track of the night, God, 30 years ago. <laughs> Showing my age now. Yeah, and it just came on. I didn't know what it was at the time. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is this? And I went up to the DJ to find out what it was. And, uh, yeah, fallout morning after. And, yeah, every time I hear it, I just get transported back to that New Year's Eve and that last track. And it's just like, yeah, never fails for me, that one. It's a great tune. And do you remember the first record that you went out and bought? The one that I can think of possibly could be was a track by rupert holmes and the track was called him okay yeah 1979 that was now yeah. i do not know that record but <laughs> after the show uh, i will go away and i'll check that one out one question that we do like to ask our guests <laughs> feel free to say no i'm not gonna give it up do you have a secret guilty pleasure track Oh, God, I have loads, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got stacks. Do you remember John Farnham, You're the Voice? I don't know. It's a mid-80s track. Uh, yeah, it's something I really shouldn't like. It's it's, it's kind of... Terrible. <laughs> is it terrible? It is. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> I can feel your blushing just mentioning, mentioning <laughs> yeah. the track. And do you have a treasured piece of vinyl that you'll take to your grave? I've got quite a few, actually. So um, when I first got into buying tunes, I was, I was big into my sort of Detroit techno and stuff and uh, yeah a lot of that's become quite valuable there was one um, called uh, Break the Limits part one and the track was called Hypnotizer and I never actually managed to get that in the record shop and I was desperately after it I used to shop at Warp Records in Sheffield and the guy behind the counter he had a copy and I had a copy of something he wanted which was like MD Connection and Magic Feet so that was Mike Dunn and I had that and he had uh, the Break the Limits and we decided to do a trade back then if you didn't get it when it first came out it was kind of a really big search around record shops trying to find it so yeah so yeah I, uh, I noticed that the Detroit records now it's going back to what used to happen with the Northern Soul records people yeah, yeah. going searching deep into crates to try and find uh, those rarities and those like limited presses and uh, there really seems to be a buzz again yeah. uh, surrounding the vinyl Technos can bring some big money can't it these it days it certainly can it certainly mm. can and going from like an old school piece of vinyl to something new is there anything that you're currently listening to or something that's tickled your fancy that you think we should be listening out for louis vega he's doing his usual business with his grooves uh, there's a vince montana tribute 14 inch mix or something like that um yeah that's really good it's just a just a deep house groove with a nice little piano riff in that um and a local guy a sheffield guy as well uh, lee freeman coming on i know strong. lee well do he's you know been on the, yeah we played a few of his tracks on the show uh, yeah. and off the back of that he's got in touch some of his new material is insanely good uh, it, yeah. it's like he's popped up out of nowhere and everything that he's touched is, is turned to gold it's like the Midas touch I think this year if you know once lockdown's finished big things are going to happen with Lee yeah 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 the coming on strong track yeah I'm really liking that that's a that's definitely a good one so yeah I've got to say Neil I am really really looking forward to hearing the new remix of uh, Keep On Jumping Neil thank you very much for joining us here on Dance Masters. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you tonight. Thanks for having me. I've uh, enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you. And we very much look forward to hearing more about the 25th anniversary of Keep On Jumping.